Jam in the AM on a Wednesday. Uh, it is uh, no secret that um, one of the people uh, in the um, in the Jewish world, Israel, America, uh, that we admire greatly is uh, Danny Dayan. Danny Dayan served as a consul general of Israel in New York for five years, and the Yad Vashem, our friends the Yad Vashem, made a, um, and I guess uh, to an extent you have to say the government of Israel, right, uh, made a um, wonderful decision uh, when he was uh, elected as, appointed as the new chairman of the Yad Vashem Directorate, uh, a position that has a tremendous influence not only in Israel but around the world as well. And one of the things we always say about Danny Dayan is that um, uh, he's one of those people, unfortunately there are too few, uh, who when he uh, speaks publicly and represents the Jewish people in any forum, you never have to worry about the way we're going to be represented. With that in mind, uh, the uh, chairman of the directorate of Yad Vashem, Danny Dayan, is with us live via telephone. An absolute honor to welcome you back to JM in the AM. My pleasure to be with you, Nachum. Thank you for, so much for your kind words, even if you were a little bit exaggerated. Well, you call it an exaggeration. I think there are only a handful of people we could depend on. That when they represent us on the world stage. They represent us really well, and we never have to worry. And frankly, uh, you are in that category. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's funny and interesting to see uh, the way the world um, uh, views uh, the Holocaust and the way that uh, people around the world reference the Holocaust. And I'm wondering now, in the position that you're in, if you take a strong stand and maybe even take some offense to the way that uh, some people uh, refer to it. What I'm talking about is um, it, it always seems to me, in light of recent events, that the terms Nazi, Holocaust, uh, any reference uh, to World War II uh, in reference to uh, what happened uh, to the Jewish people, it, it is always used a little too lightly and a little too indiscriminately. And I'm wondering if uh, if that's something that you've become more sensitive to ever since assuming your position. Well, no, sure, no doubt. Uh, there is a very worrying uh, tendency of what I would refer to as the uh, Holocaust trivialization, uh, making light comparisons of everything that we see around us, uh, including vaccines and other things, uh, to uh, the Holocaust. And that is totally unacceptable, that trivialization. But it is, there is even even, even worse form of uh, Holocaust civilization, and that's the far-fetched comparison that people make between uh, uh, the defensive actions taken by the state of Israel to defend the lives of Jews and, uh, God forbid, uh, uh, the, the, what our enemies did uh, during uh, World War II, during the Shoah. And that is not just civilization, that is outright uh, outrageous and anti-Semitic. Yeah, some people would call it tremendous chutzpah that they would utilize uh, a reference to Nazism when it comes to uh, Israel uh, defending its residents and defending Jews around the world. Um, I, I always look at Yad Vashem differently than other Holocaust, and I know it's not only a Holocaust museum, that's clear, and, and that's something you can address. Uh, but I always felt that Holocaust memorials and museums around the world went out of their way to generalize uh, what the Nazis did and to include as many groups as possible, frankly, uh, as targets of, uh, of the Nazis' behavior during World War II. And that's not necessarily a criticism, it's just an observation. I think Yad Vashem has uh, been unique in that it's uniquely Jewish and uh, concentrates on the Jewish experience 
during World War II. Would you say that that's one of the ways Yad Vashem separates itself from other Holocaust memorials and museums around the world? You are correct. Uh, you are correct. Uh, first of all, in two counts. You are correct that Yad Vashem is not only a museum. It's a vast institution that has all, also a museum. We have a top-notch uh, research center about the uh, Holocaust studies, an academic research center. We have 200 million items archived of uh, things related to the Shoah, to the Holocaust. We have the fastest, the largest library anywhere in the world uh, with uh, uh, Holocaust books and films. Uh, we have uh, a, a, a cutting-edge uh, school, uh, International School of Holocaust Education, and we are also the only institution in the world that is entitled, in the name of the Jewish people, and I come here to your specific question, in the name of the Jewish people, to grant the most, uh, the highest award that Israel can uh, give a person the righteous among the nations for saving Jews during uh, those dark periods of the Shoah. But yes, you are right, Nahum, we are the museum of the victims. We are the institution of the victims. We are not uh, uh, just a general uh, purpose uh, Holocaust uh, uh, institution, but we represent the victims. We represent each individual victim. And that is the reason why we are so, I would even use the word obsessed, on gathering information about any uh, about all the six million victims, Jewish victims of the Shoah. We have to this day, with really painstaking uh, uh, work, we have gathered 4.8 million names of uh, uh, Shoah victims, of Jewish Shoah victims. We are indeed the Shoah Remembrance Institution of the Jewish people, for the Jewish people and for the entire world, but concentrating in the Jewish in the, in the Shoah of the Jewish people. Ambassador Danny Dayan is with us. He's the chairman of Yad Vashem. Uh, you and I have had many conversations. So many of them have focused on your life, uh, on Aliyah. We've had the opportunity to talk about the state of Israel being the uh, uh, being the place of the future of the Jewish people. I would think that that's something that you still believe and promote. Certainly, it's one of the missions that we have here is to remind people that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. And in general, you have an amazing vision for the future. With that in mind, I have to assume that as much as Yad Vashem might seem to people something about the past, an education about the past, I'd have to assume that when you took this position, you saw it with a vision toward the future and what Yad Vashem can do to enhance Jewish life and really influence on the world in years to come. Am I right about that? And how do you see Yad Vashem's role going forward? Indeed, you are right. You know, uh, Nahum, when I came to this country, I thought that uh, anti-Semitism in modern days, in contemporary days, is somewhat overblown, uh, exaggerated. Well, it, I discovered very quickly after Charlottesville, and especially after uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and Poway, California, and New, and Jersey City, New Jersey, and uh, Mons in New York, 15 Jews were murdered for being Jews in this country. I understood that uh, I was wrong that anti-Semitism is a very real present-day problem. And uh, I think that educating the world about the Shoah uh, is one of the important ways to, to, to combat anti-Semitism. We are approaching, unfortunately, for natural reasons, we are approaching the days in which uh, no more survivors will be with, amongst us, no more direct witnesses will be amongst us. And that makes the task, the mission of Yad Vashem, 
uh, much more challenging, but also much more vital, much more important. We will have to be the witnesses. We will have to be those that convey uh, uh, what happened. Uh, and, you know, in addition to that, I will tell you that probably I will say, I say it uh, sadly, but it is also a fact. Uh, there are many issues that divide the Jewish people these days, uh, 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 and I think that the legacy and the remembrance of the Shoah is one of those that unite us. Therefore, I definitely intend to use the, uh, the remembrance of the Shoah, of the Holocaust, as a unifying tool for the Jewish people, both sides of the ocean. Wow. Yeah, and I wonder, first of all, it's heartwarming, and unfortunately it's very sad to hear you list all the recent anti-Semitic episodes that happened here in the United States. I think all of us have to remember those. Um, but I think Yad Vashem really could have an important role going forward uh, just on the topic of anti-Semitism today. I'm not suggesting that there has to be <laughs> an annex to Yad Vashem uh, that displays all that's that's happening now in the 2020s, uh, but it, it, it's certainly a... Uh, a worthy, um, a worthy piece of the whole story if they would uh, become a beacon of information and a beacon of hope, frankly, um, in terms of uh, the Jewish community's ability to move forward in the diaspora, even under these circumstances of anti-Semitism. And I had a feeling that you'd be looking toward the future in this position. By the way, we, we if I'm not mistaken, your own daughter... Uh, has had episodes uh, that she's had to deal with on campus. Am I right? With uh, anti, yeah, anti that's correct. In, in Columbia University, yeah. where she is now in her senior graduate year, definitely, which she was very active all along those years in in pro-Israel advocacy, pro-Jewish advocacy. She's a very proud a member of the Jewish people and a very proud uh, uh, Israeli. And yes, she suffered also from harassment, from bullying, for being uh, Jewish. Yes, no, definitely. There's... But, you know, she, 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 she knows how to respond. Yeah, that... <laughs> and the journalists have certainly confirmed that in conversations and articles about her. Um, there was somebody here in this neighborhood who was a college student in a local Manhattan College, and uh, had had forged many you know, positive relationships with colleagues and fellow students. And the moment that she revealed that at one time she was a member of the IDF, all that was gone. And I think people need yeah, right. I think people need to realize just how strong a sentiment the anti-Semitism is, an anti-Israel sentiment is, and just how many battles are going on on college campuses and so many other areas here in the United States. And I can only imagine what it's like in other countries. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, uh, I will tell you, Nahum, uh, I'm not implying that we are in a situation similar in any way to Germany of the 30s. Right. No, thank God we are uh, very far from that. But, uh, you know, there is one difference between us and uh, our brethren then in Europe in the 30s. We have the experience that they lacked. They probably couldn't imagine that anti-Semitism can acquire such monstrous dimensions if it's not stopped immediately. So that's the lesson that we have to learn. In my view, there are, in my, in my view, there are two uh, uh, central lessons to the Shoah. The first one, as I said, that when anti-Semitism is starts to develop, it has to be confronted immediately, forcibly, uh, uh, by Jews and by non-Jews. And when I say anti-Semitism, I don't mean only uh, anti-Semitism by groups in society, but I also mean by countries, by governments, by regimes, like the Iranian regime in Tehran, that is a fanatic regime that calls for the annihilation of the Jewish state. 
And the second uh, uh, lesson for me is uh, the, uh, it's obvious that uh, the vital necessity uh, of the existence of a robust, secure, independent Jewish state. You know, Nahum, figuratively, I would say we all were in the St. Louis ship uh, wandering from port to port, yeah. uh, from Havana to Miami to New York, being denied entry. And uh, we uh, uh, know that uh, had the Jewish state existed those days, the Jews of the uh, St. Louis would have had a, a safe haven to receive them and to embrace them instead of going back to Europe and ultimately to the guest chamber. I worry because, uh, you know, we're, we're getting to the point where there are very few people left who remember life without a Jewish state. <laughs> Today's generations only know life with a strong and secure Israel, and I hope they understand how important it is to keep it strong and secure. By the way, when you were up for this position, I'm sure there were some who said, oh, what does somebody with a South American background know about the Shoah? The reality is your family was touched by the Shoah the same as many other uh, thousands of families around the world. Well, definitely. Uh, my family's origin is from Eastern Europe. Uh, actually, my dad was born in, in, in Ukraine, right. uh, not far from Kiev. Uh, and, you know, they escaped, they emigrated uh, to South America, to Argentina, because of uh, Ukrainian anti-Semitism, because in the 20s, they were, the previous century, there was there were terrible pogroms in which tens of thousands, tens of thousands of Jews were murdered across uh, Ukraine. So, uh, uh, in some we forgot uh, in some sense about it because later came a much greater calamity, the Shoah, right. uh, uh, where we, where millions were murdered, and not only tens of thousands. But uh, unfortunately, those uh, uncles of my father that uh, stayed in uh, Europe uh, were uh, 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 murdered yeah. by the Nazis. Danny Dayan is the new chair of Yad Vashem. Finally, um, we talk about a strong Israel, strong and secure state of Israel, and everyone around the world has to make sure to do everything in its power to uh, make sure that Israel is strong and secure. We talk about the memory of the six million and how that has to be a a strong memory and in some ways uh, inspire us to move forward and continue in the future with a strong Israel and a strong uh, vigilance against anti-Semitism around the world. Um, You know... I'm sure you've been told <laughs> that this past weekend, Yad Vashem USA had a very, very successful virtual gala. As we worry about how the next generation is going to um, take this memory of the Shoah and utilize it to move forward in a positive way, it has to be heartwarming for you to know that there are still so many people who are ready to support and who are ready to stand up for the importance of Yad Vashem. What was your reaction when you heard about the success that happened in the United States? Well, I was very glad. I am very appreciative of the work that is done by the American Society for Yad Vashem. It's lay leaders, it's professional leaders. Uh, all of them really uh, do an amazing work. Uh, we also honor the Hettingen family uh, and their offsprings, uh, uh, the Silvers and the Davidowitz. And uh, it was really a very emotional uh, event. I was actually not only heard about it, I was uh, with right. the editing, with the honorees, and with the leadership of American Society uh, for Yad Vashem in a watch party because uh, the gala was uh, virtual. Right. Uh, but uh, we, we shared with him, with the honorees, and with the leadership of the American Society for Yad Vashem, this uh, wonderful experience, very encouraging. And yes, you know, to have... Uh, 
to do the extensive, the, the, the worldwide activity that Yad Vashem does uh, uh, needs obviously resources, and we are glad that the gala was uh, very successful. I told you, when I think of you, I think of future, I think of vision, but I, I know you agree that the only way a Jew can move forward with future and vision is if they keep the past at the forefront of their mind, and Yad Vashem is, I think, doing both brilliantly, keeping the memory of the six million and the entire uh, history of the Shoah uh, a, a relevant and important to Jews everywhere in Israel and around the world, and at the same time uh, moving forward in a way that uh, brings tremendous hope to the Jewish future. I, I take this opportunity to wish you a Mazal Tov. It's the first time I've spoken to you since uh, your appointment, uh, since you became chair, and uh, as I said earlier, I think the position is in great hands, and uh, I, I, I bless you and everybody at Yad Vashem to, in fact, keep the past alive and keep the future very, very bright. Thank you so much, Nahum. As always, it's been a pleasure to be with you on the air. And I will tell you, you are right again. Uh, Judaism is about remembrance. Pesach yeah. is about remembrance. Yeah. Our exodus from Egypt and uh, Hanukkah is about remembering yeah. the Maccabim, remembrance of the Maccabim, and Tisha B'Av is about remembrance of the destruction of our temples. And without remembrance of our past, there is no Judaism in our future. 100%. Todara Balachan Mazaltov. Todara Balachan. Ambassador Danny Dayan is now the chair of Yad Vashem, and trust me, I watched very carefully this process of who would be the next chair of Yad Vashem. They had been led. Um, for many, many years uh, by one chairman. And uh, I knew that the process was going to be complicated. And I think if you look at the history of just before Danny Dayan uh, uh, was, in fact, um, elected, appointed, I don't remember exactly how it works, uh, approved, confirmed, um, you'll see that it was uh, you know a, l- a little bit uh, shaky. And then uh, they made an amazing decision. Uh, bringing him into this position, and I was hoping that, uh, in fact, his incredible vision, his incredible looking, uh, his incredible view of the future of the Jewish people would have a big, big role in the way that he uh, addressed being chair of Yad Vashem, and I think it's obvious from what he told us that that's exactly what's going on, which is pretty amazing. More coming up. You're listening to a... uh you're listening to a um, Wednesday morning edition of JMNAM. 